0: Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Undrafted and I'm here with your host Mr. Double S himself. How are you mate?
1: No cap. Didn't I? Anyway, we march on. I'm okay Oracle, but how are you? Yeah, it could be better. Just seeing my
0: workload just increase.
1: Oh, I'm sure you're really, really upset by that. Yeah, because you hate work. (laughs) <laughs> hey. Well, I guess we can say Back to your regular scheduled programming Ladies and gentlemen We saw blowouts again Back to reality Yes It was going to end sooner or later It had to I'll tell you what We said it last week We said no one was talking about Penrith Who's everyone talking about now this week? Penrith Panthers What a what a performance They belted the Seagulls 32-0 at halftime Yep Bulldogs cop the drubbing. has got belted in Melbourne. Um, but there that was, that was a sin being there. I wasn't happy about that. The big result, obviously, of the weekend was Canberra breaking the Brisbane Broncos' unbeaten streak. No one picked that. No. No one. Let's be real.
0: But there's still one team without a win, the West Tigers. We're not going to go into it. Well, we are, I'm
1: just going to reiterate it. Sorry, we are a West Tigers free zone. We're not talking about the Tigers. We're not talking about Tim Cheens,
0: Benji Marshall, or their team.
1: No, no, we're not talking about them in any negative fashion. We are a negative free zone for Tigers. I really like their second half, I'll just say that. They played really well, and they probably should have beaten Parramatta if they were a little bit better. Unfortunately, they just couldn't get it done, but I reckon promising signs there. Anyway, um, before we uh, crack on, obviously the biggest news was the injuries again, piling up on the weekend. The Oracle's upward, that's what we're calling it. Oracle, you're the expert. There's injury crisis in the game, alright? There is. And we saw big injuries. Adam Dewey's gone for the season, ACL. Jaden Braley, the brother of Blake Braley. ACL. ACL as well.
0: This is like their second and third ACL injuries.
1: Today, Kikau at training, we found out yeah, that he, he done the, his uh, pec yesterday. He,
0: he tore his pec by trying to catch his own four. Fair enough we up up But I don't know Oh he's cut
1: head He's cut head he, has, like, uh, he had 19 stitches Far out We didn't even talk about <laughs> That decision there Quickly Did you agree with the decision penalty?
0: I don't agree with it Because I don't see Where the penalty Should have come from
1: Like he didn't do anything deliberate No uh, I, I agree I don't think it was a penalty But I thought It shouldn't be a Brisbane ball It should have been Just play the ball Canberra And then we play on from there
0: Yeah I so, agree with that
1: Yeah It would have just made sense On both ends Brent Aiden,
0: Josh Adokar.
1: Tamari Martin's out. End of story out. There's an injury crisis. You're the oracle. You're the expert. Tell us why we see more injuries more than ever.
0: Well, some clubs aren't too strict on their players getting the treatment that they need. When you go out to a club with a professional facility like the Panthers, their players are forced and obligated to get physio, chiro, podiatrist, massages, the whole world. They cover everything. They cover everything. All clubs pay for all these treatments. It's just some clubs... Don't force their players to go in and get a massage session with their recognised massage therapist. They don't force their players to see their physios regularly. I'm not going to name names, but two of these clubs that have these injury crises at the moment are very loose with their players and aren't forcing their players to get the treatment.
1: So what you're saying is, and correct me if I'm wrong, what you're saying is, because you've been to Penrith, you've been to Penrith regularly during their back-to-back wins, right? Yeah. They cover every aspect of rehabilitation, getting players back on track, making sure that they're doing their post-match recoveries. They look after all the rehab and recovery, right? Yeah. They they don't cut corners.
0: They don't cut no corners, no nothing.
1: And if we correlate that with what's happened on the field, they haven't had many injuries. No. Like,
0: don't get me wrong. They do have injuries, but it's not to the crisis point where no, no, they've got nine players out.
1: They don't have long-term injuries. And if they no. had an injury to niggle or two, yeah, that is why they've been able to keep all these players on the field. That is why they've been able to win the comps. It makes a big difference, right? Yeah. But these other clubs that aren't Penrith Panthers, what you're saying is they're a bit loose. They kind of give the trust to the players to do their own rehab. Let's be real. Players are a bit lazy when it comes to covering all aspects. Like, you know, they've got so much to do. they got so many yeah. things off the field they've got to do. So it's hard for them to kind of, unless you tell them or you make them do that recovery at the club, it's hard to kind of get a gauge if they're doing it at home or not, right? Yeah. And that's what's, you know, kind of you're saying maybe leading to this injury crisis at other clubs.
0: Let's just say... If this certain player's hamstrings and adductors were released and he was treated during the week, the injury that he copped on the field either first half or second half might have been prevented. So
1: what you're saying is if you were there, this wouldn't happen.
0: Um yes. Or if he <laughs> saw anyone <laughs> This is why,
1: this is why he's the best, the Oracle. See, if he's there, he makes sure no one cuts corners, see? He knows what's going on. We're coming from a different perspective here. We're not talking shit. All right, this is no cap. We're talking the real shit here. This probably is a part of the reason why clubs are experiencing these injury crises because they're so concerned about not winning and they're trying to focus on the football side because they're maybe pushing them to their limits at training. When it comes to recovery and rehab, they're kind of backing off a little bit. Maybe that's the problem.
0: That's 100% right. They're not
1: focused on that part. They're just focused on on on-field.
0: Bro, one of the preseason sessions that we went to at a certain club... Three players that got on my table cramped because they had come off the field from doing a 10k run straight onto the massage table. They literally were cramping and one of them literally had to get off the table just to stretch out properly and then get back on. These clubs are putting too much trust in the players getting their own
1: rehab done. You know what, it just shows you and it proves how far the Panthers are ahead of everyone, not only on the field but off the field they got a like first-class medical staff there. They put all their trust in them. They put all their resources in them. Obviously, they have getting the rewards here because they look after their players properly. It makes a big difference. Maybe there's other factors. I'm sure there's other factors to this, but I reckon this is a part of the reason why other clubs are finding it difficult to keep their players on the field. Um, let's get to a few topics. We're going to call this quick hits, all right? We're not going to dwell on too long. You know, quick opinions here. We'll get straight into it. First off, Nico Hines signed the extension, five-year extension, $7 million. Is he worth the money? I'm going to
0: say yes, he is, because of the position that he plays, and it's a very vital position of steering that team around. He is to Cronulla Shark what Cameron Munster is to Melbourne Storm. So if they need him to play fullback, he can do it. If they need him in the halves, he can do it. And he's got the gift to do it. So yes, he deserves that money.
1: Yeah, I agree too. Uh, he's, a, he's proven himself the last 18 months player of the year, taking the Sharks team to another level. Also, I think it's very hard to find quality halves, like you said, around the game. There's not many around. And if he went on the market, I'm sure every club would offer him. I
0: disagree with one of that club's legends saying that uh, that's too much money to be
1: paying to one player, but that that poor gallon. Here's the thing, yeah, with that. The salary cap's getting bigger every year. This is going to look like a bargain by the time this ends in 2029. They don't think about these things. Poor Gallon, mate. Relax, brother. The guy's got a job for life. He still boxes. Next one. Who should replace Griffin at the Dragons?
0: Des Hasler. He's got no former ties to the club. He'll just bring the, the whole coaching aspect to, to the club. And he's a great coach. He's already won premierships, built clubs, taken teams to finals series. I get that Griffin's done that too, but... He hasn't won premierships. Uh, yeah, he hasn't won premierships. The reason why I haven't said a Trent Barrett, Hornby or a former Dragons player is players that go there and they've got links to the club have more chance of fail because they try to bring that old culture back in which
1: doesn't always work. That's the the key thing you said there was he knows how to rebuild a club. He came to the Bulldogs at the end of 2011 for 2012. We were rubbish for a couple of years. He came in straight to a grand final. He had that same roster go from not even making the finals, making a grand final the very next year. So he knows how to do that. My only thing is, the way he left the Bulldogs, because he was there for a mission, right, to win a premiership. He didn't get there in the end, but he got to two grand finals. I don't know how he's going to look after that really, really good junior base they've got. That's the only problem. bit of origin talk here. Ponga or Walsh for fullback?
0: Walsh. He started the year strong.
1: I feel like he still might pick Ponga. Staying on the origin theme. Dylan Edwards or Teddy for New South Wales fullback?
0: Well, Teddy's proven how successful and how great he is at that position, at that level. He's a captain. But I'd love to see Dylan Edwards in the
1: sky blue jersey. Teddy's available. Teddy gets in every single day of the week. But if Teddy wasn't available, I'm putting Dylan Edwards in before I'd move Trubojevic or Luttrell. Staying on a Panther theme. Who should the Panthers keep? There's contracts running out for both Dylan Edwards and Jerome Luai. Who would you keep? Dylan Edwards. I get
0: that Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary have played from birth all the way up to first grade together. But, like, yeah, Dylan Edwards just feels like the glue to that team.
1: I get that, but you can't find another Jerome Luai. You can't find that combination. You can't find another halves combination that's been built from literally when they were kids to the NRL. You can't just buy that. Should NRL player salaries be made public? I would like to say no. I agree. The only ones that are calling for are the journalists. Show us your salaries. Uh, last thing, hip drops, the sin bins on the weekend. You know, we're talking about the actual tackle last week. Now we're talking about the sin bins and the non-sin bins. Did you agree?
0: I'm gonna say no. I was very embarrassed with one of the the sin bins. It was, was the one.
1: It was the one. The, the Jacob Preston one. How do you sin bin that? He's literally just trying to get the guy down. It's shit conditions. He's running as hard as he can. What do people want? What do these refs want? All right. What do these journo's want from from these players? Just let, let them go through. We're literally going to have no more players. We're literally gonna have no more players left. You, they might call you up, Oracle. I'm unavailable. Anyway, all right. That's a quick hit. So before we get to the break, rumor mill. Jack Wyden still hasn't signed. Any updates there, Oracle?
0: No. I'm going to go um, visit him in Canberra in a couple of weeks. To discuss this
1: Oh so he's going to leave It's going to be a long Yeah he's going to leave Long process Four or five weeks
0: He'll eventually sign at Cambridge Just we want to Play the field
1: Yeah there's not much there Except the Dolphins Uh, We'll take a break Come back and preview Round seven
0: The following announcement Has been paid for by Sydney Body Envy Massage They're back We travel all over Sydney that's why we've added the Sydney part
1: to the name. That's right. North, south, east and west. You still Sydney's number one? Always number one. Where are you going to find your Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Instagram,
0: Facebook. Twitter, or, or TikTok. Twitter, Twitter, TikTok,
1: website. Everywhere. No one better. Back, it's round seven, it kicks off at Suncorp Stadium, Dolphins Rabbidoes. Dolphins four from six, unbelievable. And the Rabbito's back on track from last week. The big ins, Joy Arrow for the Rabbitoes and Jesse Bromich for the Dolphins. Alex Johnson for the Rabbidoes too. Uh who wins? I'm gonna say the South Sydney
0: Rabbiters have a little bit too much, but the Dolphins at home are too good.
1: So the Dolphins. I'm going to pick the Rabbitohs, but with no confidence. Next game, Sharks-Roosters from Pointsbet Stadium, Friday 6 o'clock. Wade Graham's back for the Sharks, and James Tedesco is back for the Roosters. Who wins?
0: I'm going to say Tedesco's return is massive, so the Roosters.
1: Yeah, the Roosters. It'll be a good game. I don't know why it's at 6 o'clock. I really don't understand how What's big game...
0: What's the 8 o'clock, Tunnel 9 game on uh, on that day?
1: The Battle of Brookvale. Manly versus Melbourne. It's a big game. The Battle of Brookvale. You don't like it?
0: I reckon you could have played the, the Beaches Clash at 8 o'clock and played the Battle of Brookvale.
1: At six. I reckon you could have put Canberra versus St. George at six o'clock Friday. The big in for Manly, Aaron Woods is on the bench. Josh Schuster's on the reserves. He might play. And for the Melbourne Storm, the big move is Meaney's out. So Munster's playing fullback. And Jonah Pezet goes to the halves. I think Melbourne. I'm going to go with Melbourne since Manly haven't upgraded my boys'
0: contract. Sorry? Um, my boys' still sitting on a development contract and playing well in a couple of
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, they had a big win last week. Yeah, they did. Far out.
0: Maybe he'll get a game soon. Shout out to the Six at Blacktown.
1: Super Saturday kicks off Warriors versus Cowboys at Mount Smart Stadium. Warriors, bit unlucky last week against the Knights. It was a good game. And Cowboys, I don't know what the hell to make of the Cowboys.
0: I'm going to go with the Warriors since they're doing well at home. Yeah, I agree. Even though they might be missing key elements to that team, I'm going for the Warriors.
1: Yeah, me too. I think the Warriors. Second game Super Saturday, Knights versus Panthers from McDonald Jones Stadium. The Knights, they're a solid team, but obviously they've got the big out with Jaden Braley. Tyson Gamble's a big in for them. For the Panthers, the big in is Liam Martin, but he's on the reserves. Yeah. It might be a late inclusion. Um, Panthers. Um, yeah, Panthers. Panthers, 100%. Titans and Broncos from Seabus Super Stadium. The big ins for the Titans, Kieran Foran's back. For the Broncos, Flegler's out after failing HIA, so Corey Jensen starts in the front row. Broncos got a surely hit back there. Yep. It'll be a good game, though. If it's a dry track, expect the big scoreline.
0: I reckon Kieran Foran can steer the Titans to a win.
1: Sorry? I reckon Kieran Foran can steer the
0: Titans to a win. Are you taking the piss, or...?
1: No, I wish. All right, I'm going Broncos. (laughs) What the fuck feeds you this shit? Sunday afternoon kicks off. Raiders-Dragons from 2pm at GIO Stadium. Canberra, big win last week against Broncos and Dragons. Don't know what to make of them. I think the Raiders are going to win easily.
0: Same here. The reason why I've gone the Raiders, one, it's home, two, it's cold, and three... The Dragons just have too much going
1: on. If you want to know these thoughts, I'll be on the extended podcast. (laughs) Last game of the round, the Eels Bulldogs from Combank Stadium. Big in for the Parramatta Eels is Junior Bolo is back. Big suspension. Massive in, yep. That's suspension or injury? Suspension. In the big end for the Bulldogs, well, it was supposed to be RFM, Raymond Fatala Mariner, Tevita Pangoy Jr. and Viliami Kikau, but Kikau's gone. Uh, so it's just Pango Jr. and Fatala Mariner. How uh, about Thompson? Well, Luke Thompson is not. Back yet? No. Unfortunately, I'm going to go Parramatta.
0: I am going to go with the Canterbury Bank
1: Sound border. Is that just based off, like, just I, you're a I, fan or do you actually genuinely think they're going to win?
0: It's I'm a fan and I just can't, with all my heart, with this game... Them against para tip against my team. They will get up against
1: anybody else.
0: Uh, and I knew that they can't win. I would be tipping against them.
1: No, uh, that, that, that's that's fair enough. But you know what? Well, you're free to come last in the tipping comp if you want.
0: <laughs>
1: All right, That's the games pretty much at the end of it. The last word before we go. The last word of the oracle.
0: From what we saw last week, please go get your treatment. Whether it's your physio, your chiro, your podiatrist, your hand doctor, uh, your massage therapist. Hand doctor? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fair fair enough. Just go get the treatment done. It's important to you getting paid and playing and being on the field and getting the result for your team. Three ACL injuries could have been prevented over the last three years if hamstrings weren't tight, if people were getting on top of what they needed to be on top of. And this is a game changer to a lot of clubs. Please follow these instructions.
1: That was the last word with Dr. Phil. Uh, Thanks, Oracle. Thank you, mate. Uh, That's it. That's pretty much the the podcast. That's the podcast for this week. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Nice. All right. Enjoy the footy. Take care. See you next week. On No Cap.